Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Wathasha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flynn. Your, your, your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. This is the Enterprise Now radio show. I am your host, LZ Flinnard, and I have a wonderful show for you. I have on the phone with me Rob Steyer with ITS Corp, Drone Tech, and EMP Storage. Those are a lot of titles, and we're going to dig into what this Rob has going on and all of the insights and wisdom that he has for other entrepreneurs in a second. But before we get started, I want to let you guys know that I appreciate you listening in. Um, you can actually catch us on our website, www.wqyl-db.com and uh, slash enterprise now we actually have a few other shows on the station with us so you can't just go to the the programs and 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 see just us anymore we have company so you have to go to programs and find us on the drop down to go to our uh the enterprise now radio show which is a good problem to have we hope to add more and more shows to bring you guys excellent content um in the future so thank you guys for uh doing that and being listeners and, and supporting what we're doing by, uh, helping to, uh, to help businesses grow, right? Both, uh, mindset and in, in actual business practices and uh, experience. So without further ado, I want to introduce Mr. Rob and, um, and Rob, like I tell my guest every week, you are welcome to go as far back to the day you were born or you can start more current. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Good afternoon, LZ. Thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate the time. Um, like you said, this is actually, this is one of the first times that we've sat down and talked to each other. So a little bit about myself. Um, I'm, I'm really, I tell people I'm a salesman by trade. I, I grew up in a particular industry, the security technologies industry. I was working for my dad's company. Uh, did that for about, oh God, I think it was about eight or 10 years. And, um, and I started at the bottom. You know, I was never afraid to start at the bottom. I was a, a cable installer. I was the guy making, I don't know, $10 an hour running cables through the, the attics in the basements, just really learning the parts and pieces to the systems that we were installing and supporting. And then when the economy hit our business, Shortly around 2008, 2009, like it did everyone else's, 
we needed a way in the company to get a sales guy in place who could be ramped up rather quick and go out there and just sell and bring projects in in a tough time. And I kind of talked to my dad about it, and I said, hey, listen, I'd love to be that guy. I love working with people. I love meeting new people. I love solving problems. Um, so if, if I could do this, it would be great. If I can't, in six months, I want my, my little entry-level job back, and I'm happy where I'm at. And, uh, and my dad talked to his business partner, and uh, they took a chance on me. And that was eight years of sales. And I had worked my way through the sales department, uh, working on some very large uh, projects throughout the Milwaukee, Waukesha County area. And, and we were primarily doing securities. So access control, intercom, surveillance, burglar, fire alarm, home automation systems where you're controlling your lights from iPads, really techy stuff. And what I found was what made us really unique was our ability to take care of our customers. And that stuck with me for my entire life, even to this day. Um, it was one of the really unique things about our business. So, flash forward, I'm in sales working for my dad's company now. Things are going great. Just got married. Went on my honeymoon at the end of 2014. Came back in January of 2015 and we came back to a meeting where everyone was in the office. We had about 25, 30 employees. And in walks one of our global competitors to let us know that they had just purchased the company from my father and his business partner, uh, which was a shell shock because it was a company that uh, that we knew did not have a good market reputation. And uh, if you've ever been punched in the stomach, that's kind of how that, that conversation went. And so being a newlywed, I had to go and work for that company. I gave it about six months to see what it was like. You know, always being optimistic and saying, you know, let's just give it a shot. Maybe it's not so bad. Turns out it was so bad. <laughs> and so I left the security industry completely. And to this day, I'm not sure if that was a good or a bad idea or not. Um, but I needed a refresh button. And so I took my technology experience and went to work for a data center company downtown. And we were, I was selling things like data center services, uh, co-location, private, public cloud, infrastructure, just simple things like that, um, disaster recovery. We were working with virtual servers, virtual machines. So I got some pretty heavy, heavy-duty IT experience there. And, um, and I was a sales guy again there. And, and what I found out was that that particular company didn't really enjoy paying sales guys for selling large projects. And so they started kind of screwing around with the commissions and things like that. And at the same time, my phone started ringing about a month or two before I left that company with all these existing customers of ours calling me because I had never changed my phone number. And here I was, I had 10, 15 people calling me saying, hey, we really like you know, what you did with your dad's company, we wish there was somewhere else we can go other than the company that took over. And so I was hemming and hawing about this for a while, and I talked with my wife, you know, and, and she said, you know, you, you just got to do your own thing. No one's going to take care of your customers the way you did. 
you should really think about starting your own business. And that was surprising because she's not, she's not business. She didn't grow up in business. I mean, she's a nurse by trade. And here she was turning my light bulb on saying, yeah, I can do this. I have no business experience. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I jumped. I left a very comfortable job. Um, We were just getting back on our feet. And I pretty much said, you know, adios. I'm going to do this on my own. I don't know where my next paycheck's going to come from, but I'm going to make this work because I know that what I'm doing is great work. And I know that I'm delivering a product our customers that they need, and this can only be successful. So ITS Corp specialized in access control intercom and surveillance systems, and all I did was took care of the people who reached out to me and needed help with those systems. And then, of course, I got into all the other businesses, um, because once you do one, you can't just do one, right? You got to do, <laughs> you got to have more businesses. Uh, so I got involved with uh, drone technology and developing software and applications to more or less put drones to work. Uh, we really worked on being creative and coming up with solutions for the industry as a whole, not just for ourselves, to promote. Um, so that that took off there. I found a business partner with Drone Tech and sat down and said, hey, you think we can make this work? You know, you're technology savvy, you build computers, you're an IT guy. I'm just a good sales guy. Let's see what we can put together. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, Rob, this is a really good place to take a break. So uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back right after this. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. Feeling stuck or overwhelmed in your business? Having trouble putting ideas into action? Not getting the results you want? Your business is in need of a coach, an experienced professional that motivates, provides honest feedback, and helps develop an action plan for your success. Did you know that 50% of businesses fail within the first five years? This doesn't have to be your business. You can now get all the help you need to succeed. Just visit Enterprise Now at enterprise-now.biz. Enterprise Now is a business development firm that specializes in providing business training, seminars, online training courses, and business coaching for business owners and entrepreneurs. That's enterprise-now.biz. Why wait? Take your business to the next level. We'll take your vision and your goals and deliver accountability motivation, and an action plan so you and your business will succeed. Don't become a statistic. Visit us at enterprise-now.biz. Increase profits, grow your business, and improve your business skills today. Enterprise-now.biz. 
Are you looking for the best way to advertise your business, services, or products? Look no further than WQYLDB Radio. Get your message heard on the hottest new radio station on the planet. Get up to 30 minutes of airtime on four episodes for just 50 bucks, or 60 minutes of airtime on four episodes for only 100 bucks. Why wait? Advertise today on the next big radio station. Got a podcast show? Let us promote it using our social media and website. We can also help in all of your podcast editing and production. Visit wqyl-db.com. Today's compelling talk and variety music. wqyl-db radio, the talk and music you want to hear. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. All right, we are back on the Enterprise Now radio show, and Mr. Rob Steyer had just um, told us a little bit about himself and how he got started with ITS Corp, Drone Tech, and um, MP, EMP Storage. Um, and, and Rob, before we get into those um, those companies uh, in, in any more detail, I'd like to kind of to backtrack a little bit. Um, I, I was taking notes on my end, and uh, I jotted down a few things, a few uh, key insights, I, I like to call them, uh, that I'd like you to maybe expand on. Uh, one of the things that um, that I heard you say in your story was um, you were working uh, for a company that your father had started or owned or uh, and it was bought out by a competitor. And uh, you had to make a decision on whether you would stay on with that company or, or move on. Um, but you knew um, just from experience that uh, they did not have the best reputation in the in, in industry. And so um, but but you gave it a try anyway. And then when you kind of found out that, you know, your intuition was right, as it all most of the time is, uh, you kind of did different things. So one of the, the insights that, that I took from that was taking advantage of opportunities. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, you got to take advantage of the opportunity. Um, that's huge. And opportunities present themselves, I think, more and more to people who are in the entrepreneurial mindset than people who are stuck in that nine to five, I go to work for my boss mentality, which isn't a bad thing in any way, but opportunity is, is all over. The opportunity to create the opportunity to solve a problem, a real-world problem, if, if you've got a solution to something, if you know that this is a known problem, like I did when I went to work for that competitor, I saw the problem. I knew what the problems were, and I saw what the effect on that was to our customers. That was the opportunity right there to start thinking about what I could do. Now, like I said, I don't know if it was a good or bad thing that I kind of just hit the reset button and went into IT, but when I got pulled back from my customer base, which doesn't happen very often when you have a demand for people who actually want to work with you before you even talk numbers, that's the opportunity. What can I do better? What makes us unique, and how can we provide a better product and solution in this market, in this industry? So opportunities all over the place. You got to look for it. You got to have the courage and the guts to just say, "I can do it better." And that's what I always believed with any of my businesses. We can do it better. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so uh, one of the things that I that I also wrote down was uh, was customer service. 
Talk to us about customer service because the, to, what, what I heard you say is that was one of the, the things that gave you pause in the in the first place uh, about this new company. So how important is customer service and how how do you go about if you're a, a, a business owner, uh, an entrepreneur, how do you how do you go about making sure that you are delivering excellent customer service? I got to tell you, uh, first, first off, customer service is the lifeblood. I believe, of any company, whether you're manufacturing, you're providing a solution, you're a service provider, whatever, you should always be striving for the best customer service. And the only way to know that you're getting or giving great customer service is to ask. A lot of people, they don't want to hear feedback. They don't want to ask the customer, hey, how do we do? Is there anything else we can do better? What did we do good? What did we do wrong? What do you like about us? Why do you buy from us? People don't take the time to ask that. And we built that in as a standard questionnaire before we close out our projects. We ask for feedback because that only makes us better. And it lets our customers know, hey, we really do care. You know, you didn't just give us a check for work and we walk away and hope you don't call us. We've got to stand behind everything we do and we've got to be the best at it. The customer service for us, for any business, I believe, is huge. Gotcha, gotcha. One of the things that you uh, you mentioned in there is asking for feedback, um, and p- part of part of the reason I believe that p- people don't ask for feedback is because um, they're afraid of what they might hear. So, talk to us a little bit about being mature enough to handle the feedback that you get, right? Because sometimes the you know the negative feedback is true, and there are things that you need to work on as a business owner or, uh, or an entrepreneur. So talk to us a little bit about um, maturity and, and being able to handle that feedback and turning that into to positive action. Absolutely. Um, feedback is one of those golden keys on your keychain of business. Your customers are going to tell you how to be better. You don't have to go and hire a consultant for that. If you got a customer base, ask them. They'll tell you how to be the best. And listen and realize in my, in my journey through entrepreneurialism, in my journey through life, I've never thought that I was the best at anything. We're very good, but we can always be better. I don't know anything, everything. <laughs> I don't know everything. I can always learn more. So the maturity piece of feedback is you've got to have thick skin. You know, a lot of people don't ask for it because they think, well, I know what they're going to say. We're, we're terrible, right? Well, good. Why? And stop being terrible. Fix the problem. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, you are a sales guy. How has that skill set helped you in your business? Oh, man. Um, I am a sales guy. <laughs> and uh, I love people. I, I hope I'm energetic to you. Um, I'm very optimistic. I'm high energy. I'm high social. I want to be around people. What more of a better formula... And, and common sense, too. What more of a better formula for a business person? I can promote any brand I need to, and I can find the opportunities for those brands where I need to. It's, you know, that's, that's really the importance of being, I think, a sales guy. And, and like I tell everyone in our company, everyone's a salesperson for our company. Everyone's representing us, whether you're in the office all day or you're out there selling. Everybody represents this company. So everyone on our team, I truly believe, brings their A game every day. And they truly believe in the brands and they believe in what we're doing and why. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. So you mentioned team in there. Um, and, and this kind of goes, um, it's kind of directly correlated, right? To customer service, because a lot of times we, when you think a customer, you're thinking of people on the outside of your organization who are buying or purchasing products and services. But oftentimes, you know, customers are internal as well. You know, people that you work with, um, people who may be in, in the, uh, other department. Talk a little bit about internal customer service and how important that is to an organization. Yeah, it's so true. Um, it's definitely a true statement. Internally, you know, I've seen cost, I've seen businesses that have amazing customer service, but they, they treat their employees like numbers. You know, you kind of get into that quote-unquote corporate America mentality where you're just a number, you're renting a seat, your number could be up at any time. I don't think that really gets productivity and passion out of people who come to work for you every day. So we treat our customers as well as we do our employees. Everyone's part of the team. I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. You bring your expertise to the table. I'll bring my expertise to the table. We'll try and meld this perfect thing called a business to make it successful based on what you bring and what I bring. And I found that the most productivity you get out of people is when you actually give them ownership. You know, people can work on projects and help you build your business internally. And they like that. Unless someone tells me wrong, they like doing little internal projects because they know they have some buy-in in that company. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really, really, really good point. So what do you, what do you do? Um, now I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, try to pull this out of you. So give us some, some, some of your, your expert knowledge and wisdom here. How do you go about doing that in your organization? How do you make sure that your folks have that feeling of ownership and that they, uh, that your, your company is a, 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 a safe place to try new things and, and fail and, 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 and grow and innovate. Yeah. And you hit it right on the head. Sales, growth, innovation. I mean, we're a technology company. We should be innovating and coming up with new creative ways of doing things and doing better ways of doing things. And like I said, solving real world problems. So for example, I tell everybody who works with us, who works for us, Anybody who's on any of our teams, I always tell them, look, bring an idea to the table. Don't ever be afraid to introduce a new product. If we don't like it and we review it and we say it's not good, fine. Keep doing it, though, because I can't have eyes and ears everywhere. And this particular team member might have eyes and ears to hear of a new product or a new way of doing things or even down to a new tool that could make us even more efficient. I value that. And when people bring those ideas to you and you say, you know what, that is a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. And why don't you go ahead and order those? Or why don't you go ahead and look into that and get some information? And if we approve it, that person is ecstatic. They have brought that to the company. They are valued even more than they are now. Um, and, and projects too. I talked about some internal projects, you know, things like uh, create an inventory list for us and help us with the products and pieces that you need to keep on the shelf and things like that. That's huge. That that gives them ownership and buy-in of some of the process and procedures that, that we have to follow and create. And again, process and procedures are huge. Uh, we really believe on, in process and procedures. And we have a booklet in my office that that is process and procedures operation manual, right? One of the greatest lessons I ever learned from, from business coach uh, Todd Reed that I hired was... Um, 
was to have process and procedures in place. And the very first page of that manual says, this is the book of process and procedures. If you don't find what you're looking for, create it. So imagine now that we're giving our team members the ownership to create how we do things. So they think it's the best way to do it. If I haven't put it in the book yet or we haven't done it, maybe that is the best way to do it. Let's start from there. Type it up, write it up, and let's do it. Wow. You you said a mouthful, so I'm going to try to slow down my, my brain. If you could see it, it's like turning at um, 1,000 miles an hour right now. So I'm going to try to slow my brain down and ask this question. Okay. Process and procedure. Mm-hmm. How you, you just alluded to it, but I'd like to emphasize this. If you are listening and you are thinking about starting a business or if you are a small business owner, listen to this next answer. How important is process and procedures? It is the it is the Bible of your company. It is the way we do things. It is not the way we will always do things, but right now, this is how we do things. Process and procedures allows us as business owners, so I'm just speaking to the business owners now, not about the team members and the people who help you make this business successful, but just the business owners. You can walk away a little bit now and say, hey, there's a process in place for how to put a job through, or there's a process in place of what to do when we have to issue a change order or when we get a returned part. There's a process in place for how to ask for a lead, how to ask for referrals. And there's even a process in place to create a process in place. So process and procedures allow us as business owners to start backing away a little bit. Because I think the old mentality of owning a business was, I'm going to own this business because I think I can do something great, and I'm going to work 20 hours at this business, and it's going to be my life. And when I'm ready to retire, I'm going to shut it off and go away. That's, that's not how I operate. My goal is to get this business running self-sufficient so I can focus on the other 15 businesses I have on my board that we haven't even touched yet. So process and procedures, huge. Got to do them. If you can't do them, ask Elgie, ask me. I'll help you. you can even, I'll even give you the name of my, my business coach that, that helped me kick everything off. They're so important. I can't stress how much they are important. Now, part of, of, of my next question is, um, or comment, I guess, is you, you, you kind of brought out a key insight that I think um, some business owners don't get until a lot later. You want to have these processes and procedures, not only have the processes and procedures in someone's head, but document it, right? And you want to do that so that you can begin to, in your words, allows you to start backing away. And I think uh, a lot of times business owners are so close to the business that they have a hard time backing away. They have a hard time saying, you know, maybe someone else can do this better than I can. So talk a little bit about that, because that that's not that's not an easy thing to do. And and you 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 get it. How how do you help someone else get that? Like, how, how do you how do you shift your mindset to understand that? Yeah, I, I don't know how to shift someone's mindset on how to understand that. But I can tell you this. If you hire great people, if you invite and attract great people to your business who are passionate and 
are appreciated and valued, then that backing away piece and letting someone else handle it on your team is easier. If you have a problem telling Bob down in accounting to do this, that's because you don't have faith in Bob in accounting. If you don't have faith in Bob in accounting, then why is Bob even there? See, I only want to work with A players, B players who can get to A players, but I don't want to work with the Ds and the Fs. They don't belong in my company because I can't walk away from a DNS employee and trust them to refer back to the process and procedure manual and handle things the way that we talked about. So it's very hard to trust bad employees. And it's very easy to trust great employees. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So you mentioned your um, that you have a business coach. Um, now, Enterprise Now, um, we do offer that as a service. Um, so if you're listening... Um, Mr. Rob has just, has just told you, if you are in a business, you probably, I would venture to say you definitely need to have a coach. Now, the market won't allow Enterprise Now to service all of the people who need our services, but, and that's the reason why I'm not afraid to, uh, to promote other business coaches and, and to, you know, to have their names on, on my program is because I understand that what we do is, is unique to what we do. And it's not for everybody. And um, there, the need is so great. Um, I, I mean it, guys. If you're in business, you need a business coach. If you're thinking about starting a business, you need someone to help guide you through the process. You're going to save time. You're going to save money. And you're going to save headache. Uh, so please, for uh, for everyone in, in who's in entrepreneurship or business, for all of our sakes, go out and get you a coach. It doesn't matter if it's enterprise now or if it's somebody else just do the right thing and save save yourself some heartache and go get get help with with the process. It, it definitely um, will help you uh, save time and money. Um, I know it saved me a, a ton of of time and money. Um, I have a coach, even though I offer co- coaching services. I have a coach that kind of helps me identify blind spots or things that I might not have um, seen or offers a, a different perspective. So uh, it's really good that you uh, that you mentioned that. So um, thank you. Absolutely. I got to tell you, before I started any of my businesses, the very first thing I did was I had a coach right away on board. I think if you even look back, it was probably the second check I cut to my business was for coaching because I knew that having a coach, someone like Elsie on your team, a very, very good business coach is the foundation of your business. And it is it is an investment that will multiply itself over and over again. It is the foundation of any business, no matter how big or how small you build it. You've got to start with the right building blocks. And you've got to be mature enough as a business owner to realize you don't know everything, and you don't know how to do it 100% right. So why not invest in your business? <laughs> why not invest in your business now? Build that foundation, and let that make you successful beyond your wildest dreams. It was the greatest investment I ever made. Awesome, awesome. It's good to see, or it's good to hear that um that what we do um collectively as as coaches consultants is you know is is helping people to see the tangible uh results so so thank you um so let's let's backtrack a little bit robin and talk about um you you mentioned we were, we were met, we were talking about being able to back away having the maturity the mindset and the um the comfort comfort level to back away talk a little bit about 
hiring great people, attracting great people? Yeah, it's it's huge to your business, uh, especially for for the security business where we're actually in the business of servicing customers. Um, being able to hire great individuals, attract great individuals to your business is key. And you know, you can't you can't find them off the street. You can't find great people. Maybe you place an ad. If you put a good enough job description out there, you might get what you want. But for me, it's it's referrals, right? If 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 my customers are referring people that they know to me for my services, why not ask people you can hire? You know, everyone knows someone who's really good at what they do and looking for a change. And you never know if that person's looking for a change in a business that models and matches yours. So don't be afraid to look and ask for referrals to people who are looking to hire. Know what the market will support for a comfortable either salary or hourly rate. Know what benefits people in your industry are looking for. And by all means, this is business, right? This is your baby. You want this baby to be as strong as it can. And sometimes you got to go and look at your competition and see what who your competition's hiring. See if those people aren't happy where they are. They're already trained. Go get them. Get the best. Build your team. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Rob, I, uh, this is a good place to take another break. And then when we get back, I want to talk um, a little bit more detail about um, what drives you. And then I want to talk about your your companies, what you guys do, what you guys provide. Um, I'm especially interested in the drone company. I'm, um, I'm curious to know what you guys do and have going on that way. So, uh, So we'll be back right after this. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. Feeling stuck or overwhelmed in your business? Having trouble putting ideas into action? Not getting the results you want? Your business is in need of a coach, an experienced professional that motivates, provides honest feedback, and helps develop an action plan for your success. Did you know that 50% of businesses fail within the first five years? This doesn't have to be your business. You can now get all the help you need to succeed. Just visit Enterprise Now at enterprise-now.biz. Enterprise Now is a business development firm that specializes in providing business training, seminars, online training courses, and business coaching for business owners and entrepreneurs. That's enterprise-now.biz. Why wait? Take your business to the next level. We'll take your vision and your goals and deliver accountability motivation, and an action plan so you and your business will succeed. Don't become a statistic. Visit us at enterprise-now.biz. Increase profits, grow your business, and improve your business skills today. Enterprise-now.biz. 
Are you looking for the best way to advertise your business, services, or products? Look no further than WQYLDB Radio. Get your message heard on the hottest new radio station on the planet. Get up to 30 minutes of airtime on four episodes for just 50 bucks, or 60 minutes of airtime on four episodes for only 100 bucks. Why wait? Advertise today on the next big radio station. Got a podcast show? Let us promote it using our social media and website. We can also help in all of your podcast editing and production. Visit wqyl-db.com. Today's compelling talk and variety music. wqyl-db radio, the talk and music you want to hear. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. Welcome back to the Enterprise Now radio show. Uh, if you are just tuning in, why? What took you so long? But that's okay. I forgive you. I'm a forgiving guy. No problem. You're just tuning in. I am talking with Mr. Rob Steyer. He is the owner of ITS Corp, Drone Tech, and EMP Storage. And we, we were just talking customer service. We were talking sales. We we're talking um, ma- maturity, being able to back away, trusting your people, hiring, hiring a great team, finding great people, all that good stuff. We talked a little bit about competition, about um, uh, tenacity is really is, is what I what I define it as is just being tenacious and not giving up and um, and pursuing pursuing your dream. So um, so, Rob, let's let's dig into what drives you. What drives Rob? Man, uh, great question. Um, what drives Rob? I would say money is a part of that, but success and having a comfortable lifestyle is not the most important thing in any means. In fact, it's kind of down the list for me. What drives me is inspiring other people, inspiring the people on our team to show up better tomorrow than they did today, to inspire them to follow their dreams and to do what they want. No one's a prisoner in any of our companies, you know? Go do what you want. If there's something that you need to be successful at and you can do it better, go do it. Really, another thing that inspires and drives me is just the customers. Knowing that we got the phone call, we were able to solve their problems, or we were able to provide a solution that prevented something, or we were there when our customers needed us most. That really drives me, and that just brings around customer service again. If we can solve problems, if we can treat our customers great, we'll really know this by the products that are coming in and by what people are saying about us. Those those are the types of things that drive me. I'm always looking for what's next, what's new, a creative way of doing something. Gotcha, gotcha. Good stuff, good stuff. So, Rob, let's let's dig in. Let's dig into some of the, the details, the the down and dirty of ITS Corp, uh, Drone Tech, and uh, EMP Storage. Uh, I guess whichever one you want to talk about, let us know what you guys do and um, and why people should support you guys. Absolutely. So ITS Corp started off as basically what's called a security integrator. So we specialized in access control, so controlling doors with card readers or gates with card readers. We do intercom systems. When you want to talk to people either from office to office or through the network, kind of like a voice over IP phone system, 
You know, picture uh, a loading dock in Waukesha, and a delivery driver comes in the middle of the night, hits the button, and it calls an office down in Illinois because no one's there in Waukesha. That's the kind of stuff we do, right? We're solving business problems using technology. And then, of course, surveillance systems, camera systems, um, entry-level camera systems all the way up to two, 300 camera deployments with tons of servers and storage space and boring network speeds and feeds. Um, so that, that was the portion of ITS. And, and kind of an interesting point on that, um, I started ITS a few years ago for just that, to, to basically support the customers that, that weren't being supported. And one of the things I found, and this is, this is a real-world story, one of the things I found in the business was that the business was growing faster than I could. And what I meant by that is financially, I could only support myself for so long before I had to decide if ITS was going to continue doing security or if we're going to think of doing other things or were we going to bring in a financial partner. So ITS actually brought in a financial partner to help finance the company and provide us with the financials to grow the business into what we needed to do today. And that financial partnership is a firm um, out of Chicago, and it is a great firm that has backed us on the security and low voltage side of the house. And the merger, we call it now, is Bear Technologies. So ITS, in order for that part of the business to be extremely successful, I needed capital. And the one thing I always challenge myself to do, and it may sound crazy, is to avoid going out for a loan and is to avoid the credit cards. I wanted all of my business to cash flow positive. And the only way I could do that with ITS was to form the partnership with Bear Technologies and give someone else a stake in that. So as a business owner, sometimes you got to swallow your pride and you got to make a deal. So ITS, ITS handles... Now, Bear Technology handles the security aspect of the company. I'm still running that division. I work directly with the owners of the firm, and we have a great, great team of individuals that I would never, ever have been able to get myself this quick in time. So we're really excited about that new merger. Um, aside from security, ITS Corp. also has a software and app development portion of the business. And so we actually work on designing custom software and mobile applications for customers, like manufacturers. And I had a great team of software developers and a great group of app development people fresh out of school who can talk intelligently and actually deliver these development projects. Very unique stuff. And uh, so that's, that's ITS in a nutshell right now. So I'm, 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 this is the one I'm really uh, extremely curious about. Tell us about Drone Tech. <laughs> drone Tech is, is hot on the market right now. Drone Tech, we, we started Drone Tech because I wanted, to, I wanted to get into the drone industry somehow. But you can't just get in the drone industry and say, hey, look, I built a cool drone. Let's sell a million of these things. Um, and, and from a financial standpoint, that's not feasible when you're dealing with billion-dollar global companies like DJI and Unique and 
the guys who are really manufacturing drones. So um, we have a lot of law enforcement officers in our in our families. We have a lot of public service people, firefighters, paramedics. And so I thought, how can we take drones and put them to work? What are the real issues, real-world problems that a lot of these departments are facing? And what I heard from a number of people we talked to was the need to go out and make very simplistic calls or do duties and chores that take away from the really important calls that are made. So I'll give you an example. Um, in some cities where they have many parks, a police officer has to drive by that park every hour or every couple hours during the nighttime to make sure no one's there. Meanwhile, your call log is continuously booking up with people who are actually needing police officers' assistance. So why send a highly qualified, highly trained police officer to go look at a park? Seems like not a waste of money, but not an efficient use of time. Why not send a drone out there? Why not have the drone view the parks on a guided tour, constantly sending video back to dispatch, and let the drone tell you if someone's there or not? And better yet, let's take it a step further. Why not, as the officer arrives, maybe say a half mile away from the park, knowing that there's a vehicle there, the video feed flips to the car. Let's do that. And let's let the officer come into a situation on the offense rather than the defense. Now we're saving lives. Now we're adding a level of security. And while that's all great in conception, someone's got to build that because it doesn't exist. It's not there yet. So that's what we're hoping to do with drone tech. That's a piece of what we're looking to do with drone tech. That is super, super cool. Well, um, Rob, I have good news and bad news. Good news first. The good news is this has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful conversation. And I wish that, that we could talk for another 30 minutes. But the bad news is we have come to the end of our time. Uh, so I, I want to do a couple of things. I want to give you an opportunity to shoot out your uh, contact information. And then and then I have a couple of uh, final questions uh, for you. But um, but if you can, go ahead and, and, uh, and tell folks how they can uh, reach out to you. Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me to this day is my my direct number. And I'm going to give you that direct number because I, I want people to contact me directly. I want people to know that they're in the hands of me. So my personal number, 414-406-1147. I'll say it again, 414-406-1147. That has been my number since the day I started as a technician to this day. Um, then you can also reach me on my email. Uh, it doesn't really matter what you're interested in. I'll just give you one of my emails and, and we can uh, forward you to any of the other business emails that I have. So the best email to get a hold of me on is Rob, R-O-B as in boy, at I, T as in Tom, S as in Sam, M-K-E, like I loved Milwaukee City. So Rob at I-T-S-M-K-E dot com. I check my emails regularly. Check my phone regularly. Chances are, if you try them both, you'll get me the same day. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Rob, for uh, for being with me today. I've uh, again, I've enjoyed our conversation. Um, I hate that it went by so fast. It's like it's amazing how um, you know you get two like minded people talking about business and entrepreneurship, and the the time just flies by just like that. So I know I can go on forever. Thank you so much for uh, for being with me uh, today. And uh, well, one last question. Well, the the thing I I never um, want to not ask is. Any advice that you have for entrepreneurs and business owners? Jump. Steve Harvey said it the greatest. Just jump. You cannot be afraid to jump. If you're making tons of money where you're at right now, but you're not happy coming to work every day, if you're not willing to get up at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning and work, work, work because you love what you do, you're not, you're not successful. So you got to jump. You got to tell yourself it's time to go. I'm going to do this. Maybe you got some money saved up. Maybe you got a retirement account. Find the money and you got to just do it because I'm telling you, it is the most exhilarating experience. And that's, that's why I work primarily. That's why I love startups because all of the creativity, all of the, the edge, the odds are stacked against you in a startup, right? You're supposed to fail in a startup. That's what they tell you. So, you might as well succeed. You might as well get creative. You might as well let yourself run wild. That's my best advice. Do what makes you happy and love what you do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thanks for that. And and you're right. You know, it. I, I tell people all the time, the only the only guaranteed failure is the one that you don't try. Right. Uh, you know, if if you fail, so what? I, I can tell you, uh, I've been at this life thing long enough to know that not only I can say this with almost a hundred percent certainty that you're, you are going to fail. There are some things that you're going to try that, you're, that are not going to work. Um, probably more things that are not going to work than things that do work. But the only way you're going to figure out the things that do work is if you figure out, is if you find out the things that don't work. So you have to get out there and try, try different things. And if you fail, learn from it and grow from it and put yourself in a position that you won't make the same mistake twice and uh, and you'll succeed. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Exactly. Fail forward, but never fail at the same thing twice. There you go. There you go. Well, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hate to, to get out of here, but, um, uh, maybe we'll have Rob back, um, because I, I really enjoy the, the conversation, Rob. And I think, um, there's some couple of, there are, there are a couple of, um, of insights that, uh, that we, uh, really, really didn't have time to dig, dig too deep on. Uh, so maybe we'll have you back one day and, um, uh, and, and dig into those things because I think you are, um, especially one of the, of those individuals that has, uh, given your, your age and your experience, uh, some, some really neat things to share with uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. So uh, we may just do that. Um, we don't typically uh, do that, but we we uh, can make uh, exceptions. And I think this is this is one of them. We may have you back and, and, and dig into some of those concepts. I would love it. I would love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, we have to get out of here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go to our podcast page and listen to all of our past conversations. This one included. Um, uh, I, I, obviously, we air on Mondays at 7 p.m. Uh, on the website and, and on, um, in the TuneIn app. And also, we uh, just got picked up on Alien X Radio out of Detroit, Michigan. So um, look for details on that, as well as we are um, working on being broadcast on the WCCX, which is the Carroll University's FM station. So uh, we are um, growing 
our station to uh, different affiliates and um, uh, again growing the station bringing programs on that uh, bring you uh, some content so thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week what a fantastic episode hey listen i want to know something what is the top concern that you have in your business is it sales is it marketing is it finance operations shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.